Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up and welcome back to the Locked On Bucks podcast brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. I am James Yarko, joined as always by David Harrison. You can find everything that we are doing over at BucksNation.com. Make sure you follow along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JayArco underscore Bucks, at DHarrison82, and at Bucks underscore Nation. I'd like to welcome in all of our returning and our new listeners. If you're new to the show, please subscribe or follow, depending on what you're using to listen. And uh, if you feel so inclined, leave a five-star review. It helps other Buccaneers fans find us. Today is Tom's Tom Brady's 44th birthday so uh, we're going to talk a little bit about how he is spending his birthday and what bruce arians and the tampa bay buccaneers gave their super bowl winning quarterback for his birthday Uh, and then we're also going to hear from some players from training camp talking about their experiences a little bit of this year of what's going on with some of the players and new additions and then a little bit of what happened last year uh, that kind of coincides with what was was already said by tom brady earlier in the offseason so interesting stuff there but james we're going to start off today's episode, first of all, talking about a family affair and winning going on in Tampa, Florida. Well, it's connected to Tampa, Florida. And of course, we are talking about the Cockrell family, Ross Cockrell, cornerback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Most of our listeners probably know who that is, but he has a sister, a sister named Anna. And Anna Cockrell is in Tokyo representing the United States running in the women's 400 meter hurdles. On Monday, she ran in the semifinals, but let's listen into what Ross had to say Sunday, the day prior to he to watching his sister compete in the Tokyo Olympics. You know, uh, one of the things that I, that I say to Anna, she, she's a five-star. She was a five-star recruit coming out of high school. So, um, you know, I just, I just tell her to be a five-star, you know, and, and just, you know, she's doing it. Just breathe, breathe and do it. Um, she's, you know, she's very talented. She's very just a beautiful person inside and out. Um, so I, I don't tell her too much. Just breathe, just do it, and uh, let your light shine. All right, again, that was Buccaneers cornerback, defensive back, Ross Cockrell, talking about what he told his sister ahead of her semifinal race in Tokyo at the Olympics in the women's 400-meter hurdles. The Buccaneers then on Monday morning held a watch party. Players, coaches, staff members alike all gathered up uh, in their in their theater room, in their film room, conference room to watch Anna Cockrell run in the women's semifinals, and she qualified for the Olympic finals. So Anna Cockrell will race Friday night for hopefully the gold medal in the final of the women's 400-meter hurdles at the 2021 Olympics in Tokyo, Japan. Unfortunately, the Buccaneers are not going to be able to have an official watch party because uh, it's past the curfew time. Of course, the Buccaneers playing Saturday against James's beloved Cincinnati Bengals. But Ross did say that he will have some teammates and stuff in the hotel room with him to watch his sister hopefully take home the gold. But let's listen in again to Ross Cockrell reacting to his sister's win and advancement to the Olympic final and the women's 400 meter hurdles. It was just a tremendous feeling. Uh, Coach Arians, uh, the Bucks family, the Bucks team, uh, being able to watch my sister run with this team, with this family, just it just was amazing. It was the it's the biggest race of her life, and to see her go out there and perform as well as she did, and in adverse weather, in adverse situations, um, and then go out to practice and be able to do my things. I was just uh, you know feeling the magic that she had. I think she passed it along to me. And do his thing he did because not only did Anna Cockrell advance to the Olympic finals in the women's 400 meter hurdles, 
but her brother Ross Cockrell then after watching it went out onto the Tampa Bay Buccaneers practice field and training camp James and had three interceptions on said practice field of course Ross has been filling in at safety also playing quarterback that's kind of why I changed it up and said defensive back due to some of the injuries and some of the things going on with the safety position he's had to fill in and he's done a splendid job so James uh, the Buccaneers obviously winning the Tampa Bay Lightning, winning Tampa Ray, Tampa Bay Rays, doing pretty good for themselves. Now a family member and an, an extended family member of the Tampa sports family and a cockerel advancing to the finals. I mean, is there nothing that Tampa cannot dominate and win in at this point? Uh, I would venture to say no. Uh, in fact, the Toronto Raptors might want to look into moving to Tampa full time because then they might actually have a legitimate shot at winning. Um, I even saw on Twitter, you know, for, for those that, that aren't on Twitter or may have missed it, the Buccaneers posted a video of the team watching Anna Cockrell's race. And she, she retweeted the video and said, you all really had me crying out here in the village cafeteria. Like it was, it was a really great gesture by the Buccaneers to do that for Ross and, and to make it a, a team event that we were all going to go watch the sister of our our teammate race in the Olympics and, and represent the country. And it's stuff like that, that you, you know, you have a tight knit group and I don't want to, I, I don't want to like say, Oh, well this was better than that. But you, you take a look at how tight this Buccaneer squad is. The video shows it looked like the whole team. It, it showed, Rob and, and and Scotty Miller celebrating with one another. If you take a look at the Lions video, which which I retweeted, I thought it was a, a great video and a great gesture of of one of their quarterbacks whose wife was racing in in the Olympics. And I I for the life of me cannot remember the Lions player's name. There was like maybe 10, 15 guys in the room, and the Bucks had, you know, a packed house. So you know, it was it was a great gesture by both teams. It was great of those teammates to be there for those guys. But I think you see the difference in how tight knit this Buccaneer squad is, where the entire team was in there cheering for Anna Cockrell. It, it was absolutely fantastic. And you know what? If if you guys want to give Anna some Twitter love and and send her your well wishes as she prepares to race for the gold medal, you can follow her on Twitter at Anna Cockrell 48 let her know that the Locked On Bucks listeners and Bucks Nation is 100% behind her, and we are excited to see her win a medal it, it, in Tokyo. Something else that we are excited about, of course, is our continuing partnership with our friends over at betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing. You can track all the action at bet online get the latest news odds and info for all your sporting needs including the mlb nba nhl and all of your ufc and mma action before the next pitch head over to bet online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news sign up bonuses and contest information don't sit on the sidelines anymore this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with promo code locked on. Again, promo code locked on, all one word, L O C K E D O N, for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, 
your online sportsbook experts. Back now for segment two here at the Locked On Bucks podcast. David Harrison and James Jarko on Twitter at dharrison82 at jarko underscore bucks. Find the show Locked On Bucks at Locked On Bucks on Twitter. And we're going to have some more training camp audio here coming for you guys. It's It's been a minute since we've done an audio heavy episode. So I figured this is as good a time as, as any. We've got players back on the practice field. Things are happening around the team, around the family. So let's go ahead and hear from people. And James, earlier in the offseason, you're going to remember, I'm sure that a lot of our listeners are going to remember, Tom Brady kind of pointed to the bye week of 2020 as kind of the moment that post-Kansas City Chiefs, post-New Orleans Saints kind of uh, you know dreadful stretch of the season. But that's kind of really when things started to kind of get into sync and, and things kind of started getting into focus. He really kind of started getting comfortable with the offense and the playbook and his teammates and everything else. Well, recently, Jamel Dean was actually asked about when the defense really kind of got into their groove in 2020. So let's listen into what he had to say. Honestly, I think a lot of stuff started clicking for us after the bye week. Yeah. Like, I don't know what happened. It just it just happened. Yeah. And I was just thinking to myself, like, maybe we just we finally grew up. And then sure. once we realized that we all grew up and then we started like looking at each other and start seeing like the same thing, pointing at the same thing, we were like, well, like this is kind of like a connection as if it depends <laughs> or something. <laughs> well, it, it seems like the bye week was really the catalyst all around. You hear Jamel Dean saying that, you know, it was the bye week and, you know, he starts looking around and maybe they all grew up and maybe it did take losing three out of four and a, basically a slap in the face from Tyreek Hill to really kind of get this secondary and get this defense kind of clicking with one another. You know, it's it's one of those things where the best version of you can come out in the face of adversity. And it seemed like for everybody on the defensive side of the ball, that adversity that they faced, losing three out of four, being seven and five, being roasted by by Mahomes and Tyreek for the, the at least the first half of that Chiefs game when they were heading into the bye, that was that was some serious adversity, and they all you know manned up and they all went out there and really took their game to a completely different level and and they did it as not only as a defensive unit but they did it as individuals as well. You saw some next level individual performances out of Carlton Davis down the stretch. You saw Sean Murphy bunting getting three interceptions in three straight playoff games. Uh, You had Jamel Dean stepping up. You had Devin white bounce back for missing a, you know, the first playoff game due to COVID restrictions and, and become an absolute monster. You had Antoine Winfield jr. Looking like a a five-year veteran and not a, a second round draft pick. What else really, what else can you say other than, yeah, it was, it was that bye week. It was that back against the wall mentality for the entire team, but really for this defense. Yeah, I mean, it just kind of shows you what getting away from from the game and a little bit can do uh, for for an organization or for for a squad. And, you know, you look at again, you go back to the Tom Brady comments, and you know he's been doing this for for how long? And and you would think that if anybody would be able to adjust quickly and really kind of get on the same page with with people quickly, it'd be a guy who's been doing it as long and as successfully as Tom Brady has. But even him, even the greatest of all time, it took some time. And then really, once you step away from it. 
I think what what happens is you kind of get the opportunity to kind of replay things in your mind and really kind of connect the lessons, right? Because uh, we go through this every season. So by December, right, fan bases, you know, we hear from Bucks fans all the time. It's like, man, I can't believe the regular season's almost over. And in past years, it's man, I can't believe the year is almost over because the Bucks weren't going to the postseason. Um, Think about that from a player standpoint or even from a coaching standpoint, they're living this thing. And as soon as the, the clock hits zero on a game, you know, yeah, you're breaking down film and you're getting lessons and grades from your position coaches and all that stuff. But your brain is already on the next opponent and in the next challenge that you have or getting healed up or whatever you have going on. And then, oh, by the way, you also have your family that you need to worry about and your wives and girlfriends and husbands and and children and all that. stuff. So across the organization, there's really not a moment to breathe until you get to that bye week but and i'm sure most of these guys and most of the coaches probably have the attitude of i'm gonna go to the bye week maybe hit a beach maybe just sleep in maybe you know watch movies or something and just kind of relax but you're still in the season you still have football coming so you know it we all do it. like how many people go to work or uh, go to dinner and try to relax but then they have talking work it's just it's human nature so but when you're sitting on your couch and you're tom brady you say man you know, what happened on this, you know, opposite field out route. Hey, maybe I don't throw those anymore. If you're Jamel Dean saying, Hey, what happened on this blown coverage on Tyreek Hill? Maybe we don't do that anymore. Those lessons kind of have a minute to kind of connect. And I think it's so it makes sense that coming out of that break, these guys get to have kind of that experience. And uh, I'll tell you what, James, another person who's about to go through his own experiences and learn what it is to be an NFL player is a guy who hasn't played football in a very, very long time. That, of course, is rookie linebacker Joe Tryon, Bailey Adams, our good friend, uh, avid and, and and known hater of Scotty Miller, wrote up a really nice article for BucksNation.com about the nice comments that have been coming out of training camp about Joe Tryon. Bruce Arians coming out with some of those comments, so let's listen in on some of those. Has been in pads for about two years, and uh, he's whipping a lot of guys' asses, and uh, that, that says a lot about him. And uh, yeah, he's he's carving out a real, real nice role for himself. You know, Bailey didn't deserve that. You, that's two episodes in a row. You've kind of thrown him under the bus. He did it to himself. All right. Yikes! That is. I'm sorry, Bailey. You didn't you didn't deserve that. Or maybe you did after the way you treated me following the Rays sweep of the Red Sox. But Joe Tryon. Um, yeah, it's it's exciting. And we haven't seen a whole lot of video of Joe Tryon. I'm really excited to get to see that in person next week when when I'm in Tampa, because we've we've speculated, David, and we've talked about it. What is his role going to be? You have Shaq Barrett, you have Jason Pierre-Paul, you already have kind of your your pass rushing crew there. Uh, what is his role going to be? And we know he's going to have one, but what is it? And when he gets his opportunity, how effective can he be? We know with a lot of these rookies, the more reps they take, the more reps they get, the better they get, the more they improve. And he's not going to get the opportunity to get nearly as many reps as his fellow first round picks who are going to basically all be starters from day one. You know, there's going to be a couple of the quarterbacks that don't start week one. You got uh, Andy Dalton as the quote unquote starter in Chicago. You still have Jimmy Garoppolo in San Francisco. So when is Trey Lance going to get his opportunity? My guess is both fields and Lance are going to be starters within the first three weeks, but you know, Tryon is is barring injury going to probably get the fewest snaps of any first round rookie. 
So how big of an impact can he make? How how much can he improve? How much can he impact the game? And you hear Bruce Arians coming out saying he's whooping all of our guys' asses. That's a good sign. That that has me excited. Joe Tryon might be creating a situation in training camp where he is going to force Todd Bowles to find a way. And we know Todd Bowles could be creative, but he's going to force Todd Bowles to find a way to get him on the field with JPP and Shaq Barrett and figure out some crazy alignments where he's going to get three of these, you know, pass rushers. Two of them, I would say, are our top tier, you know, try on, you know, obviously the jury's out, but you know, there's going to be situations where Todd Bowles is going to bring it and it's going to involve Tryon Shaq and JPP all coming at a quarterback. And I'm here for it. Yeah. I mean, it, it's almost unfair the amount of weapons that Todd Bowles gets to to mess around with and, and the the way that the configurations he, he's going to be able to put in this defense. I mean, we saw safeties blitzing, you know, from right over the center last year. We saw cornerbacks, both cornerbacks blitzing in the Super Bowl. And now he's just got more talent, more experience, more continuity, more comfortability in his roster. So it really just is kind of unfair for the rest of the NFL to have to face this Buccaneers defense with that mind. Of course, you know, health is going to be a big part of it. But, James, you know what's not unfair? What's not unfair is the fact that our listeners all have access to rockauto.com because instead of having to go to chain stores where it is unfair, you're going to get priced out based on the fact that they don't know you. You're not a registered pro, quote unquote. So you're going to get a higher price than those guys are because they're buying in bulk, they're buying often. They want them to come back, so they're giving them discounts that regular customers are not going to get. But if you go to rockauto.com, you're going to get the same prices as everybody else goes. So why would you choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more from for the same parts from a chain store than what you can get it for from rockauto.com? For example, Honda Odyssey fuel pump is going to cost you around $353 from a well-known chain store, but you can get that same part for $216 at rockauto.com where their prices are reliably low for every customer and they have everything you could need, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us box? So they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Wrapping things up here on a Tuesday edition of the Locked On Bucks podcast. James Yarko, David Harrison. Find us on Twitter at jyarko underscore bucks at dharrison82. And apparently, David, the you know one of the biggest news stories coming out of Monday is that today is Tom Brady's birthday. I'm not really sure why it exploded the way it did. I don't remember. No. I don't remember this happening for his birthday last year. It didn't happen last year. But you know what we had in the news, James, last year? At this time? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Maybe sports were coming back? We had helicopters flying over high school football fields, <laughs> watching new Buccaneers quarterback Tom Brady practicing with his new teammates and teaching Ryan Jensen how to properly wear a towel. That's what we had this time last year, James. All right. Well, I mean, I guess it's, and we may or may not have had one reporter for a major news outlet hiding in bushes in front of Derek Jeter's house. I'm just saying. All right. Fair enough. Uh, yes. Today is Tom Brady's birthday and his gift from the Buccaneers 
is that he gets the day off. I'm going to go ahead and assume that it was probably just a scheduled Veterans Day off, and Bruce Arians is like, oh, yeah, well, that can be your birthday. I'd have given you a nice glass of scotch, but you wouldn't drink it because it's not avocado tequila. Avocado uh, scotch, is that a thing? Avocado scotch. <laughs> if it's not, it should be. Get the trademark people on the phone, David. on <laughs> Bucks avocado scotch. So I'll pose the question to you first, David. What is the best gift you have ever gotten for your birthday? Uh, so the best gift I've ever gotten for my birthday, honestly, just happened last year. And I'm going to, I'm going to cheat a little bit on this, right? Because let's be honest, like how many years do you celebrate your birthday on your actual birthday? Like through childhood, through your adult years, sometimes it's just because we got to work. So we'd rather, you know, for, for those who throw like adult style parties, like barbecues, you know, typically there's some alcohol involved. So like that, you know, if your if your birthday's on a Wednesday, you're not going to do that on Wednesday. So you're going to do it on like a Saturday. And when you're a kid, you know, if you're in school or maybe the parents are busy, you're going to have, you know, you, and there's a four day weekend coming up soon. You're going to have your birthday during that weekend, stuff like that. Right. So I'm going to cheat a little bit. It didn't happen exactly on my birthday, but towards the end of September of last year, and my birthday is the 21st night of September. So of course, everybody remembers. I got my letter from the Veterans Affairs Office stating to me what my pension was going to be for the rest of my life retiring from the Army. And I'm not going to put it out there in public knowledge for everybody to know, but let's just say it made my family and I very, very happy. Uh, so very, very blessed birthday present just last year, my 38th birthday. I don't know if I if I would classify that as a particular birthday gift, but I'll allow it if you consider it a, a, a gift on your birthday. It's definitely a gift. By all means, <laughs> you know, who am I to disagree? Um, I I gave this some thought, and you could go back to like when you're a kid. I remember when I was a kid, I got a a binder with um with like those little card holders and a big box of basketball cards but my mom had also gone to a store inside of the local mall way back then called mavericks and she bought me like five michael jordan cards and i was just over the moon excited but i would say as an adult this was back in in 2013 my birthday gift was uh a trip for our family to go to boston and then from boston to dc but getting to go to Boston and and getting a ticket to go see the Red Sox play at Fenway Park was a you know that was a dream come nice. for me. Um, you know, I my poor wife. You know, we we pull into our hotel, we check in. Uh, I take a shower and walk across the street to Fenway Park, and she sits in the hotel room with the kids after we were in the car for eighteen and a half hours. But hey, that was her own fault. She did that to herself. That was her idea. Um, but getting to finally go to Fenway was an incredible experience. And so, um, yeah, I would I would say that was probably the best gift that I could have. Now, the, the, the trip as a whole took a turn for the worse after that first night. Uh, you know, things out of our control. But looking back, it was still something that I, I remember fondly. I mean, that that sounds like a really... A really great gift. I mean, Fenway is is one of those places that I, I have yet to go. I need to get off my butt and get there before you know they they Yankee Stadium that thing. Um, 
because I've been to a lot of great ballparks, you know, in, in my life. And, and, you know, I'm not a huge baseball fan, but I'm a huge baseball at the park fan. Like I don't even, like minor league baseball at the park is an amazing experience. I love it. Um, I don't even care who's playing to be quite honest with you, but Fenway is definitely a place I need to get to. So that is, that is a pretty solid birthday present. Yeah, it was, it was fun. And, and, you know, then the weather turned real bad in Boston and then we head to DC and the weather's real bad there. And, hotel issues but getting to walk around and look at the historical stuff in boston that was like my fifth or sixth time in washington dc at that point so it was kind of it was cool to see it through the eyes of my kids who were there for the first time but um yeah i wish we would have stayed in boston for a few more days just because there's just so much history there and and so many really cool and great things so I'm, i'm looking forward to the chance to go back now david what gift if you could would you give to Tom Brady? So here's the gift I would give to Tom Brady. And I thought long and hard about this. Not really. This kind of came to me. I would, you know how people make those like ticket books, like especially kids, like, you know, like a free hug or like I'll do the laundry, stuff like that. Yeah. So I would give Tom Brady a ticket and that ticket would say one game of a half second delay from the pass rush. So any game this year, Tom Brady can go out there on the field and I, w- I would say the stipulation would have to be, unfortunately, that he has to he has to use it before the game. Like once the game starts and he's like, holy crap, guys, you can't block this pass rush to save my life, literally. So I'm going to use my ticket. I don't I don't think that would be fair uh, to everybody involved. So you would have to in my in my figment of imagination gift. So <laughs> he would have to spend it before the game. But I would give him that I was uh, there. He could pick one game in the season and he gives the ref the ticket. And then the ref goes over to the defense and says, hey, you have to count half a Mississippi. So when the ball is snapped, you have to go one missa before you can come off the line and pass rush Tom Brady. That would be my gift to Tom Brady. All right. I that's that's creative. I like it because I was sitting here thinking about it. And what do you give the guy that has everything? Um I don't know. So here's my suggestion. Okay. This is what I think Giselle should do for Tom for his birthday. Oh no. Oh, yes. Oh, no. I think Giselle should go treat herself for the day and leave Tom at home with the children. Because what did Tom do on Giselle's birthday? Oh, he went to Washington, D.C. to meet with President Biden with the rest of the Buccaneers, leaving her home with the kids on her birthday. So turnabout is fair play. So Giselle, treat yourself and leave leave Tom at home. Worst husband, Tom Brady or Evander Kane? Oh, it's Evander Kane. Evander Kane is the absolute worst. <laughs> like Tom Brady's Tom Brady's a good husband. Like I I get it. Um, you know, that's kind of one of those it, it doesn't happen often. And it was she probably told him to go ahead and go, but now she gets to, you know, turn around and say, All right, well, you got to go have fun on my birthday. So I get to go have fun on your birthday. Um I left money on the on the table for pizza for the children. Your avocados are in the refrigerator and uh, I love you and I'll see you later. <laughs> Avocado scotch is on ice. Have fun. Um, honestly, like Tom would probably enjoy that. Like Tom loves his kids. You know what I mean? And and honestly, you know, we, we all fall victim to this. You're a parent. I'm a parent. Every parent out there can admit that we all fall victim to sometimes forgetting just how finite our time with our children really is. You know what I mean? And and I've got a 19 year old, I've got a 16 year old and a 14 year old. So I'm 
I'm a little bit more aware, I think, than I was like, say, five years ago of of the limited time you have with your kids as children, because even when they're around as adults, like they have adult problems and adult issues. And you know what I mean? It, like the, the time for them to be kids uh, is it, it fades very quickly. And um, so I think I think Tom would would probably actually appreciate that, even if he doesn't appreciate it this year at 44, he would appreciate it at 54. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, David, we are out of here. Now that you're done listening to this episode, check out the Locked On Bets podcast because betting on the NFL, MLB, or whatever sport doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to Locked On Bets hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcast. Check out everything David and I are doing over at BucksNation.com. Send us your voicemails to 813-444-5841 or send us an email to LockedOnBucksPodcast at gmail.com. In fact, if you guys have questions for Evan Klosky on WTSP Wednesday, go ahead and shoot them over. Give us a call. I know Evan would love to get some of the listener interaction going. So go ahead and hit up the uh, the email inbox or the voicemail line. Follow along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JRCO underscore Bucks, at DHarrison82, and at Bucks underscore Nation. Hope you all have an absolutely outstanding day. Stay safe, stay healthy, wash your hands, be good to each other. Thank you so much for joining us right here at Locked On Bucks.